0: Right, got a couple of jokes to start off the year for you guys as you're thinking about next year, about 21. What is a New Year's resolution? Something that goes in one year and out the other, okay, remember that, one year and out the other. What do snowmen like about New Year's Eve? Oh, I'm sorry. What do snowmen like to do on New Year's Eve? Like chill out. <laughs> Just chill out. What do, <laughs> what do New Year's Eve parodies have in common with Santa Claus? <laughs> I'm reading this all wrong. <laughs> What it was about parodies? It was supposed to say parades. What what do New Year's Eve parades have in common with Santa Claus? No one is awake to see any of them. <laughs> uh, what did the little champagne bottles call his father? Pop. Yeah. Where can you find comedians on New Year's Eve? Um, Comedians. (laughs) And comedians. Uh, Waiting for the punchline. Okay. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. It's great to see you all. We're going to talk today a little bit about... 21, And what are your plans for 2021? And I'm going to invite you into maybe putting this into a category of planning for next year. But before we do that, I just really felt like there's a good word from the Lord that I've just been, uh, that's just been ringing really true in my own life. And the word is, is we did it. We did it. We did it. As you reflect on 2020 and think about uh, what God's drawn you into for next year, I think it's important to remember that you're here. You did it, you're still here, you're, you're, still, you're still following Jesus, you're still like coming to church, you're still doing this, these things that the Lord's invited you into. We did it. And I just want you to know that you didn't do it alone, that God has been with you all this time. He has been your rock and your support, he has been your everything. You weren't alone in this year at all. The, the year that a lot of us face that so will probably go down is one of the most epic years of heartache and, and hurt in our entire lifetime. I'm hoping, I'm praying. <laughs> but you weren't alone in any of that. Like Jesus has been with us this entire time. And so we did it means that he's been with you this entire time. You know, the, the passage, if I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That passage isn't about like I could go sign up for the NFL and then like pre you know, write that on my shoe, and then I could be an NFL lineman or a a quarterback. That's not gonna happen. What that passage means is that anything that you face, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And so you did it. You made it, you're here, you're still part of this church. You know, you're still coming to church. It's been a year of, there's a lot of different opportunities to not come to church. So it's it's a year of like not following necessarily Hebrews 24 or 10, 24 through 25. Let us consider how we may spur one another, continuing meeting together, as some are in the habit of not doing. We've been saying that passage for the last five years as a church, that didn't just start this year. But you did it, you're still here, you're still following Jesus. And God has been your rock. He's been there for every single part of this. When, when you're in lockdown, Jesus was in the room. You know, when you face fear, Jesus was with us. And so can we just give God glory this year? Just how much he has been a part of our lives and how much he's just rescued us and how much he's been our strength and how everything else in the world has crashed around us, but Jesus has been consistent. Can we give God praise today? Would you put your hands together for Jesus? Thank you, Lord. I know we can do better than that because God has been so good. I'm going to invite you like the Bears won the NFL Super Bowl. Okay, just like that. How much has God been good today? Would you give them praise? Let's praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So good to us. Praise you, God. I also just want to say a couple quick shout outs too. You know, as a staff, this church, it's, it's been like the most challenging year ever for churches. For churches. And our staff has stayed consistent. And so, Jacob, would you stand up? This is Jacob, our worship director. Hey, you did it. You did it. You made it. You know, you led a team throughout, like, this outbreak. You led a team when we had to close down services. You led a team when it came to, like, we got to move everything to video. You got people together. You kept them six feet apart most of the time. You know, you've done such a great job. You know, Zach, Zach is at the back in the sound booth. Would you stand up, Zach? Go ahead and stand up. Good work, Zach. And the other Zach, I guess, his name's Zach too, cool. Zach, great job, man. You continue to keep us going even when, you know, everything else was shut down, we kept going. And so good job. Keep, you know, keep moving forward. You're giving people content. If you're watching this online, it is due to Zach. It's due to Zach that we've been able to keep going. Christina. Is right here in the front row. Go ahead and stand up, Christina. Could you imagine starting as a children's director in the middle of 2020? Could you, can you imagine that? Like, what are we supposed to do? You know, are we supposed to meet and praying about that? How do we keep kids safe? Christina, you've done such an amazing job. You've done so good just keeping kids safe, but also just loving them right where they're at. Okay, we can't meet today, so let's give them something that they can do at home and and connecting with parents. You've done such an amazing job. Good work. You did it. And lastly, I just wanna give a shout out to Sherry. She's continued. Would you stand up, Sherry? She's continued. Sherry serves on our board. She's, she's a big part of our board in uh, everything that is said and done at this church, moving around and uh, moving to a location financially, uh, those types of things go through Sherry. She prays about them. Sometimes it takes a month to like, get a response back sometimes. But you know, like God has just given her so much insight and wisdom, but she's also kept the women's group going this entire year. Yeah. How hard is that you, to keep a women's group going? Would you give it up for Sherry, guys? Can you turn this down, just a hair? Just a hair. Thank you. All right, we did it. Go ahead and look at your neighbor and say, we did it. We did it. A hair more. It's feeding back a little. We did it. So as you guys think about next year, I just want to invite you into a couple of things. Is actually one thing for next year. Do you want humility next year? Do you want humility? Do you want to be humble twenty one would you would you like to learn the the gift of humility? So when I say humility, some of the first things that come to my mind are thinking of like, oh, that means like doing everything behind the scenes and it means like taking the lowliest position and stuff and that, that is like part of being humble because God will raise you up when you do those things. But humility, like the true meaning of the word, is coming under the authority of a lordship. Coming under his authority, coming under his hand, under his guidance. Means coming to God with our questions. Do you want to be humble? Humble? But you guys, we're going to turn to 1 Peter 5, 6 through 7. I just invite you to, if you've got a Bible, you can turn there. It's going to be up here on the screen. 1 Peter 5, 6 through 7. I'm going to go ahead and pray. And then uh, we're going to jump right into God's Word. So, God, we thank you so much. You're such a good God to us. Lord, we just give you so much praise for what you've done for each one of us in this room. That we're alive and breathing. Just sense your presence here, Jesus. Even even this morning, Holy Spirit, we we just invite you to open up our minds, open up our hearts to hear exactly what it is that you want to say. Come in power. Lord, I choose to get out of your way. Lord, would you use me as your humble servant and speak directly to your church this morning? Would you use my mouth as your mouth and my voice as your voice? Yes. Yeah, speak to your church. In Jesus' name, amen. 1 Peter 5, 6 through 7. We're going to just break this verse down, verse by verse. And I want to start with the very first two words. It says, humble yourselves. Humble yourselves. So submit. Come under someone else in authority. Humble yourself. Humbling yourself is probably one of the most painful acts that we can have as a human. Remember the time that you got blamed for something you didn't do? Remember when you were insulted without a cause? Remember that rush of justification when you got caught doing something wrong? but, but, But I got a reason for this. Remember how hard it is to say, I'm sorry. (laughs) In marriage, I've learned you get better and better at that over the years. Get a lot of practice. Right, baby? (laughs) Being humble is mortifying to the ego. And most of us carry around a pretty large ego. A very well-known passage in Second Chronicles 7.14, how many of you know this? Maybe you even have it on your wall or you got a coffee cup that says, if my people who are called by my name will, what? Humble themselves, humble themselves and pray. I love how that starts with humble ourselves. If my people, God calls to his people and says, if you're called by my name, if you would just humble yourself, and pray, I will hear from heaven and I will heal your land. It's not the opposite of that. If my people would pray, if my people would just do this, if my people would, it's it's if my people would come under God's authority and we'd humble ourselves, and then we'd pray. God, we can't do this on our own. <laughs> humble. Peter's using this word humble, and he's talking to a group of people that know Jesus, of people that are leaders in the church even, in this passage. One thing to remember when when Peter is writing, like 1 Peter and 2 Peter, when Peter's writing to the church, he writes to multiple churches. Paul writes to specific churches specific cities. But Peter's writing to a a multitude of churches. And he says, humble yourself. He knows that coming under the authority of others and God is hard. Peter knows this. It's in humility is where God wants us. I can't tell you how true this has been in my own personal life. Man, I was thinking about when we started this church. We started this church 2016, January 5th, on a Tuesday night at 6.15 at the Redstone Room. January 5th. And <laughs> I was so confident. <laughs> so confident in like what God was doing, where the direction of the church is supposed to be, like the stuff that we we're supposed to be doing. And God has just been, especially this year, like when your plans just don't work out, you know, where do you fall? And so the Lord's just been working on me. Neil, <laughs> humble yourself. No, humbling yourself looks like coming to him in our morning, coming to him in our prayers. Humble yourself. Yeah, coming under his leadership. So Peter says, humble yourself, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in your due time. And so what I hear in this is, it, he'll lift you up in your due time, meaning it's okay to be where you're at. It's okay to be in the position that you're at. It's okay to be like in the season that God has you right now because, in your due time, God's going to lift you up. But you start off with humbling yourself, and then in your due time, He's going to put more on you. So it's okay to be where you're at. We can come under His hand. Verse 7 says, Cast all your anxieties on Him. In this way, this, this might be one of the ways that Christians can actually humble themselves, is to cast all your anxieties on God. I've noticed it, especially in my own life and in others' life, where we're trying to keep everything together. We're fighting and we're struggling really, really hard to keep it all together. But Peter invites the church to come humbly before God and cast all of our anxieties on Him. Get rid of stress levels not of your own strength and not of your own power, but to come humbly before God and say, God, I am just surrendering everything over to you. I don't have any control. I'm tired of being stressed about this. I'm sick of like sleepless nights. I'm handing everything over to you. And then the last verse that I want us to talk about is because he cares for you. Because he cares for you. You and I have a number one fan in our lives. Even more than a family member, even more than that encouraging boss, our number one fan is Jesus. He cares for you. He really cares. He cares for us. Like a shepherd for his sheep. I just want you to think about that for a second. Peter says, humble yourself. And then in your due time, that God's going to raise you up. And so here's what you can do. Cast all of your anxieties on the Lord. Everything you're stressed about this morning, anything that you're looking at this upcoming year, and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. And then come back to the realization, He cares. He cares for me. He cares for each one of us. He cares for you. So our invite today that I just want to invite you into is humble yourself. (laughs) As Peter says, humble yourself. Come under the authority of God, under his lordship. With 21 in sight, I believe this passage is for us for this upcoming year. To know that we need God. And we need him. More than anything else, we need God and come under his lordship. That we need his authority in our life. That in our lives we come under his hand and he guides us, he leads us. We need him. And we build our lives upon his rock. So, what this looks like is it looks like his desires over my desire. It looks like him leading us instead of us leading God. <laughs> Have you ever like led God somewhere and he's like in your praying to him? He's like, Yeah, I never led you there anyways. <laughs> that's happened to me a lot. One of those guys that's like, ready, shoot, aim. <laughs> so a lot of times I'm like, God, what did you do? Uh Neil I never said to do that anyways. And he's means like coming under his authority. In some really practical ways, guys, this year, it's basic Christian stuff. But to start our mornings off with, with just the Lord. God, what are you doing this morning? What is something that you want to do in my day? God, I surrender this day over to you. Even the days we don't like and the days we do like. God, I give you today, coming under his lordship, and just surrendering our lives over to them. And so if you're looking at like New Year's resolutions, I invite you into that. Start off your morning. It could be five minutes, literally. It could be on your car ride. You want to start there, that's great. God, I surrender today over to you. Maybe keep your hands on the wheel. Unless, unless you can do that. I surrender today over to you. I give you my desires, my wants. And the other thing I wanna invite you into as you're considering 21 and some New Year's resolutions is to humble yourself to be a part of a community. God never designed you to be on your own. It wasn't his design. The Bible talks multiple times about the body of Christ and what that means is like us, us we encourage each other i can't tell you how many times and like especially this year it breaks my heart people think that they got to go out and like do this on their own like god didn't design you to do this on your own like he designed you to be part of a community that would encourage you spur you on but not only about you but you can be a blessing to others And so, like, I've seen that so many times in the church where people finally get, you know, they they finally get whole and they finally get off drugs and they finally get, you know, find Jesus and they're moving forward in life and then they leave the church. It's like, no, we poured into you so that you can bless others, too. So it's not always about us and what we can receive, but humbling ourselves looks like what can I bring to the table to bless others? Like I had a great week. I could be a blessing to somebody else. That's what humility looks like in the kingdom. So starting our mornings off with the Lord and just saying, God, what do you want to do today? And then jump into community. Jump into community this this year. Like jump both feet into it. You know, there's there's an idea of like tipping, you know, your toe, but you, you won't get the full taste of it. So like the groups that we have going on, the the different events that we have going, like jump, pull feet into it. Even maybe, you know, like write on your connection card this week, how can I serve? What, what is something that I could do? There's opportunities to serve, greet people at the door, helping kids. Christina, do you need anybody helping kids? All right, yeah. there we go. There's opportunities to helping kids. You know, there's lots of opportunities. And it looks like humbling ourselves and saying, God, okay, it's not always about me. It's about like, how can I serve you also? So jumping into that, jumping into community, humble yourself. Humble yourself. I just want to give a couple of really short practical things, too, that um, I see I have some time. Um, Humbling looks like being the first to show up. (laughs) Humility looks like being the first person in there. You know, like even in our job place, it, it looks like you can actually, that's, that's a humble servant to come in and like, how can I serve? Being the first person to show up. And then another thing that I just wanna invite you into is, um, I don't know who this is for today, but uh, humility also looks like getting on board with what's already going on, as opposed to like trying to start something on our own all the time. Humility looks like, how can I come under the leadership of what's already happening, as opposed to like, I'm gonna go start this other thing at all times. That's what humility looks like, and that's what the body of Christ looks like when it's functioning right, Is this is what's happening, so we can, be on part, we can be on board with that. So I just want to invite you today, as you think about next year, you think about like what God wants to do, would you consider this? Would you humble yourself, would we just come under his authority, under his lordship this morning? Just say, God, we need you and everything in us, with everything in us, like, we need you. So would you just do that this morning with me? Would you just take this moment? to invite the worship team, just hang out for a second, and then uh, we'll invite you up in a second. So I'm um, just going to invite you to take this moment. Remember, God is listening. He's a part of this. He's part of the service. He's... He's here right now. Jesus is very attentive to his kids. And so would you just humble yourself and just say, God, I'm giving you next year. Completely and totally, what do you want to do? Ready?